I ain't never been the loudest in the room The higher the volume, the more imminent the doom Don't play yourself, kid, play the system The US government, the largest walking contradiction Listen, if you wanna see impossible, then look at me My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid On the same soil that my grandfather's was walking Know your history Tatsa Pine Lautiwa Welcome, friend, to Quantum Theory a podcast solely focused on amplifying black and indigenous voices. And that's facts. And that's true. And that's facts. Let's go get them. Episode 85. Here Episode we are. 85. We made it. We made it. We made it. We made it. <laughs> you know that Tiana Taylor song? I don't. I love. I used to love that song. I haven't heard it in a long time. Little mama, we made it. We made it. Okay. <laughs> And then what she say? Yeah, you working with some magic. You're bad, yeah. You're bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, now we got to go. Let's go look it up. You brought me back <laughs> to the 9 9 and 2000s with that little part. It was one of those. <laughs> oh, who sings that? Yeah, let them sing it. <laughs> Screaming. But that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Uh, huh, I, was, I was trying to think of a made it song too, but I. I don't know. I think if I think it was like a gospel song, but I don't really know gospel down like that. So which song? I have oh, no idea. Um, never would have there made never. it. I wasn't even gonna try. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, have done that. They still play it at the club. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was I was trying to figure it out. I was like, how do I? And I was like, uh, I'm not even gonna fight for it. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for the assist because that actually would have bothered me. It would have been on my mind really? for a little bit. Yeah. You yeah, know how like when you can't hard. get something, you know it's right there. Mm-hmm. You're like, ooh, girl, it's ooh, it's right there. And then, <laughs> then you like stress on it, and it just will not come to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Google, yeah. I feel like, makes things super easy True. now to where if you just put in made it gospel song, it would True. pop up. You're Google's right. Google's been on, you know, their ish the past couple years to where you literally can put in the bare minimum and it's, it'll, it will pop up. Yes. I can't remember. Whatever. Yeah. I, I just love in my Google searches. It's like this name, that name, the thing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't I don't know. Like raspberry, lemon, bread. You know, and it's like <laughs> yeah. recipes. And it's like, thank you so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. I go to Pinterest for my recipes. I'll put ah, what I have and then okay. it will pop up. Or what I'm feeling like, like let's say chicken recipes or rice recipes or sides okay. with beef. And then <laughs> it will yes. pull up all these different recipes. But do you yeah. get hella ads or does it help skip the ads for you when you do it through Pinterest? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't think I have any ads. I mean, it pull, uh, pulls up each of the ones that I want, and then yeah. you know, or each of the rep, uh, recipes, and then I'll go to the one that I want, and then I'll open it up. But yeah, there is a million ads once you actually go to the website. Right, because you have to like scroll down yeah. hella to like mm-hmm. get to the the actual recipe. It's like, it's like a whole blog right. spot. Yeah, and then you have videos and sometimes they're like step <laughs> yeah. by step. I'm like, just tell me my ingredients. Thank and my you. Steps. It's always at the bottom. And I'm like, all right. Thank you. And you have to scroll past, like, it's like hella ads mixed in between all of their pictures and their text. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's very much that. It's like, I just want to know, do I need nutmeg or not? You know, exactly. like, <laughs> like exactly. I'm going to the store, I'm I'm rounding out the list. Do I need this other ingredient or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> Where's the information? Mm-hmm. Uh, hilarious. Yes, we have made it, though. Um, let me see. Oimata update wach pachet 85. Yeah, 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 yeah. It seems so weird. It doesn't seem... It seems like it's been more than that. Oh, without a doubt. 
for whatever reason, it feels like 85. Like, should it be like 150 by now? But <laughs> it makes 85 sense. 85 is still a wild number. It's still number. a big number. It's yeah. a wild number. Yeah, just taking that in, I'm kind of like, woo. Which yeah. really, when you average it out, I think like an average episode probably comes out to like 60 minutes because we have some like two hour plus episodes, some like 45 mm-hmm. minute episodes. So we'll say like a cute hour. So it's like already 85 hours of work right there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were reading novels the first, you know, <laughs> first year. <laughs> we was going in. You know? So but, people have days worth of content, you know? Oh, They're easily. like, I want to I wanna do nothing for the next four and a half days but listen to <laughs> Kellen and Michaela. It can happen. <laughs> we're sleep. We, we're running our mouths. We wake up. We still running our mouths. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. They're like, I need a silent retreat. Yet, rather than silent, I just want to listen to quantum theory. Boom. Yeah, we we got some some deep some we're deep in episodes. <laughs> yeah. I like how we just keep going though. It's like all these other professional podcasts have seasons, and we're just like, no, on to the next one. <laughs> you know, well, Even, it's gonna be like ten years from now. Remember episode seven hundred and eighty-seven? That's nice. I was literally about to ask. I was like, is there um. In the 85 catalog, is there one that you kind of remember or stand out or maybe feel, or not even one, but like moments or episodes that kind of hit you that you think of? I'm terrible at being put at the spot, put on the spot, because then it's just like my mind blanks as soon as someone asks for an opinion. I don't know. I don't know that I can probably the ghost episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember Yo, walking into that. Oh my so gosh! Like, Why did you bring that up? One. I got mad all over again. Oh my gosh! That was such a good episode. It was. That one was a powerful one, and I think that was the one I was very opinionated on, to where yes. I was just like, "Nope, this is how I feel. This is where we stand on this issue, and it's an important one." And that one, I think I just remember being, us both were very confident about whatever we were talking about. I know mm-hmm. Ikwa was a part of that. Mm-hmm. There was something you, else. It was just, there was a lot in that episode. Yes. Oh, and it was like entrepreneurism. I yes, threw yes, out yes. some game on there. And then yes. it, was just, it was a heavy you hitting episode. Because that was, that was the day that you, you mentioned that your credit score went up. You had like just checked it right then. And then you like did a whole like credit score breakdown mm-hmm. and like the importance and value. And then also just kind of like tools for people. Yeah. I remember that part too. Yeah, it, it was a good, but it was also fun too. I feel like, like yeah. we ended it like on a on a great happy note. People got you know words of wisdom, and then we're like, wait, what? <laughs> it was like we that was the award like, winning one. Yeah, yeah. We started. we It was just like, are you kidding me? And then it was a little painful laugh that we had to push out. Like it was just. I'm pretty sure it was my fault because I don't think I recorded on my end. I don't think we recorded on Zoom. We didn't do the general record, which is my thing. I do that side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but overall, (sighs) I dropped the ball because you had at least your independent recording and I completely spaced on my independent recording. But anyway, that was a good episode, y'all. You just have to get to know us to to (laughs) to know what we were talking about. That's yeah, that's part of the lore. I mean, Mm -hmm. again, shared responsibility because I had I gotten the group record, it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't do mm-hmm. that part. So, you know, it's whatever. We know that it one was offered up to the ancestors. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> they it were like, this one's too be. good. This one's too sacred. Like, it's, yeah. it's meant for y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was talking my shit on that one a little bit too. <laughs> so I'm sure, I'm sure I saved it. It was a good one reputation. though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the yeah. ghost was a part of that a little bit as well. I will but, say that 
I don't know that I have an absolute favorite. When I was asked by one person, like, what's a good entry point? Like, where do I start? And I'm like, you can start literally whenever. And Mm -hmm. I was trying to remember, like, these are some good episodes to, like, hop into. Nothing's hitting me right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. It kind of took me back, like, in the moment. I was like, ooh, girl, what would I recommend as, like, a, ooh, this is a really good episode to hop into? Dang. Yeah, we're yeah. Gonna have to, I'm going to have to skim through a little bit so then that yeah. way, you know, we have that on deck. Like, check out this episode. This is, we should know like our go show. To, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. like a go-to part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so yeah, I'll go back through. I'll, I'll I'll scan the the whatevers. I think too. I mentioned I was like definitely check out any of the interviews. The interviews are bomb. Mm-hmm. Because uh, yeah, that's always really great. Like, like yeah, one of my favorites is Ashley's Pamapanik. Hopefully, I yes. said that correctly. It was just like Pamapanik. It was just yeah. Yes, Dunkley. Yes, 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 yes. Ashton. Um, Ashton, oh my gosh, I'm so Ash- I'm so sorry, Ashton. I don't know why she probably gets that all the time. <laughs> anyway, and I, I follow her on Instagram. Yes. But um, but yeah, that was one of my favorite ones for sure. It was and just, we did that was one so together. Packed. We did. It was she was so packed full of knowledge, and I was just like, dang. I I sat down and I really learned something. I mean, I learned something right. with all of our guests, but I just thought it was dope what she's doing. Um, so that one definitely stood out to me. But gosh, all of our interviews were really good, to be honest. Yeah, but but yeah, yeah. I I love all of them. I I forgot about with Ashton, like because I remember the history of her grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was dope. That was that was crazy, and I remember like remarking on the episode. I was like, "Oh, girl, I got a lot to learn." Like, to mm-hmm. go out and you know, like we can't know all things, so I don't judge exactly. myself. Yet, then once it's like brought to my attention, it's like, "Oh, well, that's a deep history." Like, let's hop into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was really cool to hear. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. I, for some reason, like, Pudizi is, like, hopping up in my mind right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know necessarily if it was everything that was discussed yet. Also, just kind of the feeling. Like, yeah. I remember, this is, like, a, I guess a fourth wall or behind the scenes. Like, I remember feeling, like, a little bit of trepidation going into it. I didn't know the guest. Mm-hmm. Uh and you know like when you're meeting someone new and it's like oh we're doing this thing right here right now it's live this is the one take you know you're like oh girl i gotta get it together so i didn't know i i I remember i was sensing like a a feeling of trepidation and then as the conversation went on it was just like this let loose and this really cool uh just conversation that came out of us coming together and Mm -hmm. i remember the transition of like feeling comfort and then, like, exploring that comfort as the conversation went on yeah, uh, with Pudizi. So, for some reason, that's, like, kind of on my heart. That's where I'm like, I'm just going to speak it. I don't even know what it is yet. That's right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was a cool one, too. I mean, I've known him for a minute. Like, and he's, he just always, he's a super laid back guy. But it was cool how he kind of broke down just, like, today in a sense and how things are maneuvering today and what you can do i think he he's a powerful voice for he's very inspirational i would say that for sure especially for even kids and all black natives for sure i think we all have this commonality amongst us and the way we feel and the way we move and so it was it's interesting to hear every single person's perspective on that you know it's very powerful so 
Yeah. So yeah, we might have to bring a couple of them back. At least yeah. the, some of the ones from the beginning. Some of our, our our true supporters. I remember that like was like, oh yeah, let's get on this. Right when we first started out, it was like Ty and Aja, <sighs> Dione, yes. um, Winter. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had some really great in-depth interviews with some amazing people who are still doing big things. You so. know? Yeah, it'd be great mm-hmm. to do some checkbacks and mm-hmm. yeah. And of course, like expanding because there's so many people out there. That's the cool thing is that there are so many other so many bright lights out there for Mm -hmm. us to connect with. So, you know, definitely looking forward to that as well. It's just it's encouraging to know that there's so many great people out there. And with the people that we've already gotten to connect with that some really cool stuff came out of it. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Look at yeah. us talking like this is episode 100. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A commemorative. Uh, I mean, 85 is a pretty commemorative it is number. It's a good number. You it know, is. my 85th birthday is going to be lit. I can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not even, oh, I'm not even halfway there yet. However, I'm already, for that one. Yeah, I'm already yeah. expecting that it's, it's going to be like an entire thing. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, hilarious. Well, dope. Yeah. I, so, anyways. That was that was like a, a major thing uh, when somebody hit me up. So I guess in the future, yeah, I'm going to have to get myself prepared and be like, all right, what is a good episode to hop into? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's always the, the raw and unfiltered ones. Yes. There, you know? I will tell you that one of my I do. I do have a least favorite episode. Uh Oh, I'm sure I do too. I probably have multiple at least on my behalf. <laughs> I Would know a very specific episode that I cannot stand and I have contemplated going back and deleting and Talent. I won't. I know. I know. I, I, I'm not, I, it, it's, it's a part of the journey. So that's the thing is like, I have to accept it or like, I don't have to accept it yet. Yeah, I'm choosing to accept that it's a part mm-hmm. of the journey and that it shows the grand, you know, diversity of quantum theory that it's like, it's not, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty spot on. We come through, we do these things. Uh, I remember one episode, I did not feel good leaving and listening back, I didn't enjoy it. And mm-hmm. when I revisited it another time and I like, was like, oh, what's this one? And I was like, oh, it's this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made me, it made me really question things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I won't say which one it is because I don't because want people I mean, going <laughs> to the episode and be like, oh, actually, yeah. Like, we're going to do all of these 85 and I'm going to guess. I'm sure there's plenty because, I mean, like I've said, I don't really go back and listen to them. I just kind of spit what I say out and, you know, uh-huh. whatever it is, it is. But again, it's a part of the journey. It's a part of who I am and who I'm growing to be. And I'd say this now and I continue will, you know, my views can change. Yes. And um, it all, regardless, it all adds to who I am today and who I'm going to become. And so it, that, that's a part of that. It's like, you know, it's, it's a, it can be an ugly process. It's not mm-hmm. all going to be roses and flowers. And if anyone's journey is documented that way, that is not somewhere. It's, that's, it's the complete opposite. You know yes. what I'm saying? It was, yes. it, it was nothing near that. So you, it's like even the parts that you hate about yourself, someone loves about you because they're going through the same thing. They can relate to it. Whether you are angry, mad, sad, happy, 
whatever it's like those are the those are the most in part important parts and like even when you're you know i always say the small ones are the big wins or you know it's, yes. it's always the lowest moments that bring out the best moments it's the same thing with life and the th- even the things that we say even the things we hate ourselves for doing and saying and how we move you know we we had to go through that in order to get to this otherwise we wouldn't have had some of these realizations and so that's the part that sucks sometimes and that feeling is just like going back like dang I really thought that way or dang I really you know I really did this or felt this way and it's like for whatever reason creator had to have make that happen in order for this outcome to be what it is and even better outcomes to come we're going to mess up we're going to put our foot in our mouths we're going to make a million mistakes and even worse mistakes potentially and for whatever reason you just got to trust the universe that hey this is the way it's supposed to go and i might be impacting lives you know so so not to get all deep about the terrible (laughs) things that you know that i may have you know don't want to hear about myself or whatever it's just that i realize that it's a part of the process um even now and i'm like even some of the things that i go through or some of the things i'm going through yeah. It's just like we always want to be like, well, why is this happening to me? You know, I'm working so hard. Why isn't things working out the way they're supposed to be? And it's like there's levels to these inconveniences. You know, you have to choose your heart in a lot of different ways. And yes, it might suck right now, but you have to be confident within yourself that, hey, I'm working my ass off or, hey, you know, I'm being the best person I can be. I'm moving with great intentions. It's bound to work out for me. And I think that's the same thing for life, even through even though you're let's say you're going through a mistake or you're going through something that maybe impacts other people or impacted you. It's like you have to push through that to know you know i'm moving i'm moving with the best of intentions you know i'm being the best version of myself that i could possibly be even through the mistakes even through the hardships therefore it's going to work out for me you know so i think that's where the challenge sits in your mind when you're actually going through something that's uncomfortable but you know you're moving to the best of your ability it's bound to fall into place for you and so i don't know why i just rambled down that long i just I live. But yes. Well, it's very much that. It shows up in my artwork in this really cool way where I'm beating this new piece, right? And I'm beating it. And as I'm beating it, I want to do the best that I can. I want it to be. I'm not striving for perfection because I know I'm human. It's not going to be perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want it to do very well. And then I'm noticing as I'm beating, there's certain things that are kind of off. Like, I don't know, maybe a line isn't as straight as I want it to be. Or I see something that just, it's a little detail that's like, I don't know, it's slightly irksome to me. Yeah, I know in the grand scheme it's okay, right? Mm -hmm. And so then I really get caught up in like, oh, like, do I, like, how do I navigate the situation? And then I have to check in with myself. It's like, it's a constant meditation. Like as I'm doing this process being like, well, did you try the best that you could as you were doing it? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. so if you took it out and you tried hard again, you might be able to like change some of these outcomes that you don't like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, are you also just going to discredit like all the good work that you put in? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, I guess, yeah, I guess I am trying as hard as I can. And so, like, that's all I can do is, like, do the best that I can. And if I mm-hmm. keep doing the best that I can, then I know that I'm at least doing my best. So mm-hmm. expecting anything else is kind of like, 
fruitless, you know? Like, I'm yeah. doing the best. So it's not like I'm just, like, shirking my responsibility or not, like, giving it my 100% effort. I am. And yeah. what's coming out is what's coming out. So then just be okay with that. For sure. Um, and, then, and then as that applies to the grander scheme of life, you know, what you're talking about, you know, like, I, I want to see these things. I want to be in these places. I want to have these systems going. And they may not be up and operational in the way that I envision right now. Yet, as I'm moving through, I'm like, well, are you, are you putting in your effort? Are you doing these things, like, in not the absolute peak best way yet, you know, in a really good way, like, putting in your effort at your time in that moment? Girl, that's all you can ask for. So, yeah, keep it moving, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that really made sense yet. No, it does. Yeah, hey, yeah. It does. Because I, I do the same thing to where it's like, man, I'm exhausted or maybe something's just not working out for me the way I want it to work out with me. It's not hitting. It's not giving me that dose of dopamine that I'm looking for, that I'm, you know, trying to find. It's just when I when I get to those points of oh, being overwhelmed or frustrated, it's like I'll stop and I think, you know, well, all I can do is the best that I can do. All I can yeah. do is the best that I can. I literally have to say that to myself. And even at the end of the day, I'm like, well... I've started to say, like, I think I've mentioned this on, a, like, a really old episode, too. Not really old, but older episode. I mean, it could like, be really old. We're up to 85 now. <laughs> <you know. laughs> we can use the really. No, I'm uh, I'm I, t- I would tell myself, like, at the end of the day, I tell myself, I'm proud of you, Michaela, or I'm Come proud on. of you. Because it's just, like, I do work. I, I'm, I'm a hard worker, I would say. And so, you know, if I feel like I gave my best, then, then that's what I do. And I think at the end of the day... Not literally like I was just speaking, but metaphorically. <laughs> um, I feel like, especially black and brown people, we're, we have this mindset as if if we didn't work hard enough, we didn't deserve deserve it. If we don't work hard enough, then or we, if we, we put so much pressure on ourselves to work hard for the reward to be worth it or even the reward to be considered, you know, and that stems back from just having to work that much harder in order to have a place in society or to, you know, look as equals within whether it's the workplace or whatever. We've always had to work that much harder to get the same, if not less, than our counterparts. And, like, now, and that's one thing that I love, especially within these last couple of years, how much, you know, a lot of us are now pushing mental health. A lot of us are pushing, you know, all you can do is the best you can. And that's that success, that's succeeding. It teaches us, you know, we've been being taught to put ourselves first and that's the ultimate win, you yeah. know? And so, um, so yeah, I think how we feel is very normalized, you know, when we have those moments, but it's one of those moments where we have to really step back and slap you know it's the snap out of it moment and to realize you know who you are and you know just who you are as a person I think matters as well um but a lot of that has to come out of okay now I'm just kind of I have a thought and I feel like I just jumped over completing what I actually was saying but anyway okay. it's um uh, it's important not to be hard on yourself regardless yeah. and to realize you know when I say it's important to know yourself and who you are first I think what I'm coming from is it's important to get to know yourself and to understand understand yourself like understand when you're being hard on yourself and how what what you need to do to get out of that it's important to be soft with yourself it's important to be patient with yourself more than anything and what you need might not be what another person needs other people might put pedal to the metal and then this is you know then they 
treat themselves or that might not be you I mean, you might have a whole 10 step process to where you might need a break you need five 10 breaks whatever in between the same exact product and that's completely okay you know it's yeah. the end result that gets you there you know what I mean at the end of the day when you're putting yourself first it's like happiness is a new success you know that's the new goal and if that's that's the case it changes the way you look at things you know mm-hmm. you could have done less but people see it as more beautiful than the person who went, you know, as hard and did the most. Hopefully all that's making sense, but it does. It's important to be patient with yourself regardless because you ultimately paint the picture. We're all artists and creatives in our own right, no matter what you do, whether it's your work ethic, whether it is your art, whether it is, you know, how you are within your family. It's like it all derives and comes from love and when you're intentionally putting that into yourself, it naturally flows out into whatever you're doing. Come on. Number two. Uh, Hit us with the second one. (laughs) I don't know why. I just can't just, you know. I'm living. Not speak on certain things. No, I'm living. You're pulling heartstrings here. I'm like, you're right on for me. Hopefully it sticks with somebody because I feel like sometimes I'd be going through things and I'm like, I know what I need to hear, but it's not going to stick. And so I'm like, let me say it out loud and hopefully it helps somebody else because it's not helping me in this moment. I need somebody else to, <laughs> to take it in. Uh, uh, too funny. I actually said something out loud the other day. Uh, I was like with my mom or I think it was with my mom. Uh, mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't, I was at a crossroads and what I was doing that day or whatever, it wasn't anything serious. And then once mm-hmm. I said it out loud, I was like, Oh, okay. Now I know what to do. <laughs> you know, like it, yeah. it was the stupidest thing. <laughs> like, you know, something super trivial or in my head, I was like, wait, I don't know. Da, 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 da. And then I just said it out loud. I was like, well, I'm just kind of like, I don't know whether I do this or do that. Cause then mm-hmm. this, and I was like, oh, well, once I said it out loud, then it just exactly. makes sense. Like, oh, I'll just do that because duh. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One thing that I have to do is I have to put myself in the position of someone else. If that oh, makes sense. Okay, like, okay. um, like if I'm wait, if I'm really struggling on what to do, um, I always think of Oprah when she's like, when you don't know what to do, do nothing. Like, because your brain is just constantly trying to go, 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 figure this out. What can I do right now? You're kind of mentally scrambling. Okay. And so the way I think about it is if I was like, if I would, and I, only, I hate that I only really bring it always back to like my work or my craft or something. But I mean, that's what I love to do. So yeah. it's just like, I think of myself as another person. Okay. If you were being orchestrated or you were being told what to do as if you were your boss, what would you do as a boss? I'd say, Oh, you need to get this done because this is the priority. And then we'll follow this. We'll figure out the rest less or later, but boom, boom, boom. That's yes. what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? As opposed yeah. to me, or it's just like, well, maybe I should do, I got time for this. And it's like, as a boss, it's like, you don't have time to second guess. You have to like, <laughs> things got to get done. So I always think of myself as someone who's a, and I hate that I do that because it's like, we were, we're so involved in a system to where it's like, we have to, you know, I don't want to have to think of me working for someone else. The power is me that I'm not working for somebody else. But yeah. if it gets yeah. me through, then that's fine. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yes. So, so I'll do it that way. Or I'll just think of like another person going through the same thing. Like as if, okay, my friend is going through the same thing. And if she's asking me, he or she is asking me for advice, then realistically, I would, this is what stands out to me. So therefore yeah. this is what, you know, I have to do this whole mind shift in order to get out of my head. But I can see that to, yeah. to be able to be a little bit more objective 
Mm-hmm. Straightforward yeah. with just making decisions because I have I I am an overthinker. I was a lot worse to where it's just like, but what about this or what? And I also <laughs> like have this a small dose of a people and I people pleasing. So okay. it's just like I really have to work on just making dominant decisions because I try to do everything, and mm. that's probably what hurts me the most is because I do try to do everything. Yeah. Um, I try to make everything work. It's always like okay yeah you know first it was saying yeah um i think i can do this even though i know it's just like okay that's gonna be torture on your schedule yeah to now i'm saying well you know let me think about it or i'll let you know or i'm not making any promises so that's i was just talking to my grandmother last night and she was like oh you don't know how to say no and i was like it's not that i don't know how to say no i think i just try to please everyone like and so she's like, oh, well, you got to get out of that. <laughs> I'm like, I know, I'm trying. I <laughs> promise on, you, I'm trying. I just say yes to everything and everyone. And that's, that, that, that's ultimately my issue. But yeah, so working on kind of that dominance and understanding from the outside point of view. Okay, what do you really need? Because, you know, doing that, even though it may seem like an inconvenience for you and or the other person at that moment, yeah. long term, you're going to be a long lot further, term. you know? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So you got to invest in these no's. <laughs> Heck yeah, you really do. <laughs> Yesterday, I got to teach a class, uh, like a, a small beating class to some students doing a summer program. It was really cool. Anyways, mm-hmm. one of the counselors there was like, they've seen me in other places. We've actually known each other for a few years, intersecting at like these different events or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were like, man, I feel like you're always busy. Like, like, And then they were talking about like orders and stuff and like, taking orders and then they were like well how do you how do you fill out like your your art schedule like your art calendar and like how do you say no is it hard to say no to people mm-hmm. and it was very much just like yeah girl like it was it was something that like I had to practice I'm still practicing like to this day like how to say no to people mm-hmm. yeah very much like having peace in the decisions is like the goal sure. And I was watching uh, on YouTube the Terrell show. I don't know if you ever watched the Terrell show. Like Mm -hmm. uh, Terrell, he he's like on a blue wall, and he always like brings a singer, and they do like song association. Oh no no no! I know you. I think I know who you're talking about. Does he have braids? He he can. Yeah yeah. He'll like switch up his hair like every now and then. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's like this really fun, awesome uh, person who like has been on youtube and like the the socials but like mm-hmm. he'll bring a singer in and he'll do song association he'll be like in the next 10 seconds I, i'll give you a word and in those 10 seconds you have to sing a song that has yeah. that word either in the lyric or the title right and then they get into like this really like cool back and forth conversation in depth whatever anyways mm-hmm. one of his latest episodes was with michelle williams from destiny's child oh yeah i see okay i know exactly who you're talking about i've yes. seen coco jones yes. chloe and Kiki, um, mm-hmm. just on Instagram, and then yes. I see Michelle, and then she's talking about falling off stage or something. Yeah. Like that was the clip. <laughs> so yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, it's such a good episode. So definitely, if you get a chance, go out and watch it. Support Black creators, uh, Terrell, mm-hmm. and then also another amazing and iconic vocalist, Michelle Williams of Destiny's Child. Yeah, you know, like, share, subscribe, all of that stuff. I'll put on for. I'll put on for Terrell because I, I enjoy their content. Moral is, yeah. uh, in the episode, Michelle's, she, oh, it's it's such a good episode. Go and watch it because uh, mm. you get great music and then also, like, inspirational words based on, like, her, her journey. Mm. Yeah, one of the things that she was talking about was, like, having peace with decisions. And she's like, I have to operate 
having peace with something. Like when I'm at peace with a decision or a move, the things often work out well. And when I don't yeah. have peace going into something, that's when it's a train wreck. That's when it's a disaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I feel that in the, like what you're talking about, like people pleasing or saying no, like the times that like I wanted to say no up front and I didn't. And then I actually was like, Oh, I guess I can do this. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily have peace in that situation. Yeah. I'm like kind of like accommodating on my side it feels Mm -hmm. and then when the thing comes or as the thing is coming it's just like oh like all this extra stress or heartache that I feel with that process Mm -hmm. Uh, and not to say that those those things don't come in challenges don't come in when you also have peace with something I'm sure like challenges because it's life you know it's not gonna be smooth and easy all the time Mm -hmm. yeah I really love that because it it is so true you know Uh, and it it harkens back to everything like you mentioned like with Oprah or like other people when they're talking about like letting go releasing having Mm -hmm. peace those are like the moments where like the good the like the really good stuff comes in uh, and then, like, when you're kind of, like, having, like, some, I don't know, like, discord in your spirit or, like, cloudiness around yeah. something, yet you still do it, then that's often when things can be, like, troublesome or taxing, whatever it may be, you know? Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about this last night, too. Okay. So, it's like you hear that phrase, I don't know, maybe it's an older phrase, but it was like, okay, I'll say partner. It's like when you're... When you're when you have a partner, that's when everyone's interested in you. Like I've heard that okay. before. Yes, As yes, opposed yes. to when you're single, <laughs> yep, it's just yep, like when you're oh, booed up, wants yep, me. everybody's yeah. in your DMs. Yep. And it's <laughs> and that's what and then it's because I was thinking about my orders. I'm like, dang, it's like, you know, when I needed orders, I don't know, was it orders? It was basically along the lines of work. And yeah. it was just like, okay, when I'm at peace, it's just like, okay, everyone's flooding in, I'm in a good spot, you know, I like what I'm doing and creating. And then once I kind of hit this creative block, nobody wants my work, you know, (laughs) it's one of those things. And I think that really attests to having peace. And what it really comes down to, I think, is just gratitude, you know, finding the areas of your life that that bring you peace, finding the areas of your life that makes you feel whole and makes you feel like you have purpose because you realize, oh, it's not that bad. And then these things kind of just swiftly come in. But that's what I'm saying. It's like everything within you is represented in what you do, like how you feel, how you move, how you act, your intentions. It all comes out into whatever that thing is. And so when people see that, they are buying into that because that's what they want as well. They're associating yourselves because that's what they want as well. They're, you know, it's you're attracting everything that you want because you are living and moving in your best self which is you know a result of is which is a result of peace and which is a result of gratitude so and i think and that's kind of circles back again to where it's like when you don't understand that peace your world's frantic everything's everywhere you're looking in every direction except for where you are you can't focus because you're not actually enjoying that moment and what you actually have already established and created it's only a matter matter of time if you're moving correctly you know if you're making intentional decisions and so that's kind of what I've been doing as well. I'm like, Michaela, don't stress out. Like, this is just, this is a part of the process. It's a part of the journey. This is what people buy into because you have to live this way. You have to move this way. This is a part of your story. This is what makes the story, you know? So it's like, if you are being very intentional, okay, I'm like, you know what? This is what I need to do. I'm just going to focus on this. And I'm just going to be grateful that I 
even have this to do? You know, yeah. I'm really grateful that my fingers still work. It's not the end of the world. You know, let me tap into this. I can use this as a, as a way to create things that I've been longing to create. People are going to see it. There's other ways to get people a part of it. So it's just like if you're moving, you calm your mind, you become peaceful, you realize what you actually do have, and then you pour yourself in just to doing what you know you want to do, <clears throat> it's all going to, it's aligning for you. You're building those bricks. It just doesn't feel like it. Each brick is something that, you know, what, what, what you're being intentional of doing and what you're supposed to be doing. Um, and sometimes you just got to stay down, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> stay down and work hard and yeah. um, things are going to align. And even if that just comes to life, staying down and working hard means, you know, doing the things you know you're supposed to be doing. You know, people are going to see that, you know, and sometimes no matter what it is, if it's an opportunity, it just takes one person, you know, yeah. to see like, dang, she stays down. She does what she's supposed to do. She's creating these amazing things. She's impacting these people you know what, here, I'm going to give you this shot or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And that happens in the same light to where, let's say you are, you know, going through things in life, you're staying down, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Even if that just means wake up, go to work, pay your bills, you know, make sure you got food on the table. You stay down long enough, people see that, you you become this person, you've created these habits and people are going to see that and that, you know, that takes you to the next level. So sometimes that's what it takes is staying down you know, finding that peace within you, being grateful and show, showcasing that gratitude, not showcasing, but understanding that gratitude and it's all going to line up. Exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm with you on that. I love, yeah, it, it's cool. It, it, I like that that kind of came up, you know, it, it's, yeah. it's been fun seeing those little <laughs> signals coming up and also just the reminders, you know, like I said, literally it was yesterday, somebody was talking about saying no and like filling out mm-hmm. the calendar and like what's that experience like mm-hmm. you know so yeah it, it's I don't know it's a trip to think about I I also am I in the last I want to say two and a half years have become very aware and weary of starting a sentence with I can in response mm-hmm. to people mm-hmm. because I'm like okay Kellen at the end of this sentence, you are offering a commitment to something. Is this something that you want to commit to? Yeah. So, you know, work emails where it's like, it's not really my issue. It's like, oh, I can talk to so-and-so and see if I can do this. Or I can draft the whatever and see, or, you know, and send it over, whatever, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. is it my job to draft the whatever and send it over? Or mm-hmm. am I just doing that because I feel like that's the need that's kind of being discussed yet nobody is really doing it so then I guess I'll just do it so that it gets done mm-hmm. you know and then you add up so many of those things where it's like I'm just doing these things so it gets done it's not necessarily my responsibility yet I said I would do it so now to like maintain my integrity and mm-hmm. like my work reputation I guess in a sense uh, yeah. or like a symbol of my work ethic you know like I want to complete the task because I said I can do this you know uh, so then I've gotten really aware of that, of being like my I can statements uh, yeah. in regards to like other people. Of course, like I use the I can statement for myself as like an affirmation, you know, like I can do this, Kellen. Uh, mm-hmm. I can smile right now. You know, I yeah. can do amazing things in the life. I can be whatever. Yet when I'm responding to somebody and they're like, oh, this and that or whatever. And I'm like, ooh, I can. I'm like, wait, think about it. Is this something that you really want to do? Like, do you have peace mm-hmm. with that? Or is it going to be this additional thing? Is it outside of your purview? Is it outside of your responsibility yet you're still taking it on? Is that something mm-hmm. you want to do? Because this is a choice you're making right here and right now by saying, I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
anyways, yeah, so I've gotten, like, very aware in, like, the last two years, two and a half years of my I cans with people. Because yeah. it, 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 it came so naturally to me, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, we have all these things. Like, oh, I, I can run to the store and get it for you. And yeah. I'm like, but I have a bunch of other things for myself that I have to do. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know. So, like, there's time and place, obviously, for everything. Or it's not like a strict, steadfast rule. Yeah, I definitely, as I start my I can statements, I have to think and feel for myself. Like, is this something you want to commit to? Because, mm-hmm. again, it's like hearkening to that moment of, like, do you have peace with that? Or is it going to be something that you're like, why don't I do that? Like, oh, I know I've got to go and, you know, like, mm-hmm. and then it's unsettling. Yeah. Uh, it's that extra task. And it's like, man, I could have been doing my own work while I was doing all this. Da, da, da. Like, why did I have to say that? And then I, I run into whatever. Oh, my flat tire now. Like, oh, I locked my keys out of my car. Like, I was only here because da 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 da, da And I could have been mm-hmm. doing this, you know? Yeah. Not to say that, like, it's anyone's fault. Yeah. I just get very aware of that because it's it's an intentional commitment to whatever's in front of you. Yeah, it really is. Someone said something, and I'm going to soften it up, I'm not going to use the word that they use, but if it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no, basically. Come on, yes. Yeah, and you can assume which other word that I would use, very, a lot more passionate, but um, but yeah, and it's true, and sometimes I think about absolutely. that, I'm like, dang, do no, I joking. really want to, yeah. <laughs> absolutely yes, it's absolutely no, no joking. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of true, if you're not all in, you know, if this doesn't spark something into you, when it, you know, it hits you, then then don't do it. If it's a, I don't know, it's a no. You know, if yeah. I'm not sure, it's a no. Let me get back to you. No, it's like, you should, life's short. You only have time to do things to really bring out the best in you. And it's just yeah. like, it's okay to be selfish. You know, there's levels to that. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> it's okay to be. Well, because balance, right? Balance exactly. and moderation, AKA the yeah. natural, yeah, the natural way. Mm-hmm. And by being selfish, it means that it's putting your peace first. It's putting your your being first. I feel like if it disrupts your peace or inconveniences you to a place where it's going to affect your mental or your physical or your emotional, then um, then it's not worth it. If it's going to set you back on the on the process and the progress that you've already made, then it's not worth it. So that's really what it means to be selfish. And I feel like I've been kind of practicing that this year a little bit in terms of, you know, just removing myself if I don't want it or just not being a part of something or, you know, saying no when I can say no, then, you know, or if I, if I just, if I just don't want to, then I just, you know, I'll find a way to say no. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I think um, it's important to, it's important to, to, to do that, you know, and I don't, I, I, I'm at a point now where I just don't care like who wants to judge me a certain way if I do choose if I choose not that's the thing too is I think especially like if it comes to family um there's just this way within us for you know our people to where it's like well you should be doing this because they're family and it's just like well, no like that's not how it necessarily goes either it's just like nah I'm not gonna you know break my back or do more than I need to or put my mental health you know in jeopardy or even make the problem worse by ignoring this or by doing this act or this thing you know I work too hard to become this person I'm happy with now that are this person that I love now to where I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mess with that so whether you choose to judge me or not then you know I could care less you know And, you know, I'm still one of those people where it's like, and this is a strong statement. It's just like blood doesn't make you family. 
And I still believe in that because I just feel like there's so much toxicity within some families to where they feel as though you just have to deal with things because we're family. This is the way it's always been, you know? And that's that's not the way it works. It's okay. Separate yourself. You can burn a bridge. Mm -hmm. Happily burn burn that bridge, you know? And that's just how I feel. I mean, call me cold-hearted. I don't really care. It's just no I don't want this person in my life because if they're going to make me feel this way about myself or they're just going to make me feel this way or feel like this is okay and I'm just supposed to entertain that and put their feelings first and put mine aside or whatever the situation is no I'm good I'm good on you I don't have to be around that no thank you yeah so that's just how I feel (laughs) I see that I see that I it it can show up sometimes I feel with like um, like I had to suffer and I had to go through hard things so now you have to suffer and you have to go through hard things yeah um, yeah because that's the mm-hmm. only pathway to get to the next thing and it's like mm-hmm. uh, what it's not the only pathway and two yeah. like why would you want somebody else to suffer especially someone that you quote unquote care about mm-hmm. when you most likely with the person that you cared about who you feel made you suffer or the world made you suffer like you wish that probably wasn't the thing you know like i'm pretty sure or i don't want to say i'm pretty sure like it it feels as though hmm what am i trying to say you know suffering isn't uh often the number one choice for a lot of us you know if if we have a choice between suffering and ease i think a lot of us will most likely choose ease over suffering Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? I, I I do not want to speak for anyone else, and I am a single person, so who knows? Uh, yet when when that when I see that, it like irks me so wrong, or like mm-hmm. it, it, it just irks me. It makes me feel like so icky. I'm like, why? Like, I understand. We can we can discuss some of the <laughs> suffering or some of the heartache that you went through or you feel in your days. Yet we can also move from that. We don't have to mm-hmm. ignore it. You know, we can address it. We can process through it. But we don't have to apply it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like that's that's not the only route. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, mm-hmm. and, and then I see it on time, like all the time online, you know, of just like these these discussions of very much that, you know, of like, well, we had to go through this. So you have to go through it too. And it's like, no. Or like the discussion of like gentle parenting, you know, Mm-hmm. I see that I'm not even a parent. I'm not around and I don't make judgments or whatever. Yeah, I see like the stuff online where people are like, well, yeah, like just because like you were raised this way with certain words, certain quote unquote punishments or like even physical things. And that's mm-hmm. how you were brought up. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's how I have to bring up this young person that I'm now helping to like grow in in the world you know Mm -hmm. like I can take a different approach as a parent and I can work to you know help build my child's confidence or to address them in a more emotionally uh uh, like aware and like Mm -hmm. in a a more emotionally intelligent way you know having the awareness and processing through it putting words to things uh Mm -hmm. whatever it is uh it just it always trips me out it's like why do people want us to suffer mm-hmm. simply in a, you know misery loves company so i get it in that regard yet yeah i guess 
that was a stupid ramble. Yeah, no, no, going no. off of what you were saying, like that that's like how I see some things in my life, I wanna say. It's clear. It was clear. The whole thing was clear. But uh, I agree. I think just time, especially when it comes to parenting, again, just as Kellen said, I'm not a parent either. I respect parents very deeply, the good ones. But um, I think, you know, times have changed and to make your child feel as though they have to go and be raised the way you were, you have to kind of really put yourself back into those shoes. Well, what was I feeling in that moment? If I had a resource, what would that be? And how would I use that as an outlet and as as it is a resource to make me a better person you know and it's the same thing now times have changed and we have other resources and the commonalities of just society and how we can kind of lean on one another to become these people it's there you know and it's only going to get better and I think about this video I've seen I believe it was Dwight Howard and his son and it just went viral because he was like really he was in the gym training his son like working out he looks like he's probably like 10 years old Okay. If that. And he's like crying. Like clearly it's like it's hurting him to and his dad's like, suck it up, let's go. Keep going. He's like yelling in his face. And it's like as your dad, you're gonna you know, you're gonna do what your dad said, especially at such a young age. But it's just like, bro, this kid is like hurting. And so of course everyone in the comments were like, Oh, this generation is soft, you know, this is the way we do it and I mean, I got it up to a certain extent in terms of being like an athlete, because I mean, once you're an athlete, that changes just your whole mindset for the rest of your life in terms of yeah. your work ethic and how hard you work. But clearly this kid just didn't want to be one. You know? <laughs> it's different if he was just like, he was interested. This is what I want to do, dad, you know, but mm-hmm. it was just like how the pain in his eyes and just kind of how, you know, he was exhausted and. I just I I understood where people coming from. I'm not going to say that I agreed where people coming were coming from, because in my mind I'm just like, why don't you just let this kid be who they you know who they want to be? You know what I'm saying? Like this clearly isn't it. If they need a break, you know, you should encourage rest, and they can decide if they want to come back tomorrow. I mean, it's that simple. (laughs) Allow them to fall into the person they naturally are. You know, allow them to do the things that they love because and then find you know later on down the line they're gonna find a way to impact a generation and create generational wealth by finding how to make money at the things that they love to do it's like when you truly love something you know you're, you're all in and yeah. it's like allow that person just to naturally become who they are have them try different things i know when i'm a parent i'm gonna put them in a million different things it's like yeah you're gonna learn you know the discipline that comes with sticking things out and if you don't like it it's cool Let's go on to the next thing. What do you like to do? And that takes time. You know, your kid, as soon as they show interest in, let's say, soccer, doesn't mean they're going to want to play soccer for the ne- the rest of their life, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's just allowing them to find what they want to do um, and do so naturally. Like, just let it allow it be a natural process. Um, and so there's just, it's like I said, especially within our cultures, it's like we we had we've always had to work hard, you know? And I just feel like we don't, that's not something that we necessarily have to push. There's other ways of instilling morals and ethics into your child with feeling without feeling as though you have to push them or give them this sort of tough love because they're going to find tough in life. You can't avoid <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. You know, tough comes and finds us to whatever that is. And But it's giving your child the resources to understand how to deal with this tough so you can come out of it the best person that you can be. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you there, though, for sure. But, yeah, when it comes to family, I think all of that wrapped up into it, It's that's where it stems from. It's a generational thing as well, and even gender roles. And it's just, it's it's a lot to where mm-hmm. it's just like, bro, I don't, 
times have changed, you know, whether you want to sit here and complain about it or not. This isn't the, you know, I deserve to be spoken to correctly. I deserve to be treated, you know, for who I am. And I feel like there's just, especially, I just, I just feel like some people ignore, and this is in general, it's not necessarily just families, but I think relationships and people, I think it's important to acknowledge that person for who they are first and their feelings and their, how they move. Cause we're all different. You know, that's why we love, that's why love exists in a lot of different ways. Cause we're falling in what's different. We're falling in love with the people for who they are. And so you can't treat everybody the same just because this is the way you were treated or the way this is this worked for you or the way, you know, people spoke to you. Yeah. You have to acknowledge those people's feelings and realize, oh, well, this is how they move. You know, let me let me get to know that a little bit more so that way I know how to res- respect them so that way they feel respected. If you truly love somebody, that's the work that you're going to put in. You truly respect somebody, you truly want to be around this person, you kind of adjust in a sense to how they operate in the world and they do the same thing that's just called respect you know yeah. what i'm saying if, if it's not for you and they're just morally wrong they're not a good person then obviously you have to <laughs> <love. different>. exactly <laughs> but if it's like you have to it's important to put other people's feelings in consideration you don't have to agree with them but to understand them and to actually listen yeah you know, and that's I think that's what a lot of especially this generation from to talk about this generation in society now, that's what they're they're fighting for. And I appreciate that. I like, you know, even my cousin, she's 16 and a lot of people don't, especially within my family, they don't agree with her because she, you know, she's like, well, this is how I feel, you know, about this thing. And this is why. And my the older generation is like, well, this is the way it's been. You're overreacting, whatever. But I very much get her in some of her statements. And I'm like, good for you. You know, even if you yeah. don't agree and even if I don't agree with you, I like that you have an opinion and you explain why this is this is your opinion, you know, yeah. or you say this isn't right because you are putting your feelings first. You might sound privileged. You might sound <laughs> entitled, but you're saying this is how you feel and why you feel this way. And that's all you can do. You know what I mean? And be open and receptive to other people in their ideas. But if you're just pointing the finger and not giving an explanation or breaking something down, then that's the problem like that's just you know yeah. what i mean you're a part of the problem at that point if you just feel well this is the way it's always been this is how it's got to be you know and i have family like that and it's just like no that's not how that works there's no room for growth there's no room for progress it doesn't allow room for healing yeah exactly so it's stagnant and you know like when things are stagnant how healthy are they heavy on the healing you know Mm -hmm. because that just means something is unhealed within you if you feel so dominant that you have to make a statement without actually hearing an explanation or even providing an explanation that means you're covering something up something isn't dealt with within you for you to feel like you have to just make out throw out bold statements without any type of (laughs) explanation behind it or feeling as though you have to control the conversation or whatever it is it's just like to me it's just like mm okay you need therapy I'm having this conversation <laughs> you know because <laughs> some people are just like you know what I'm not going to even continue this conversation no. because I understand I'm not getting anywhere they're not listening and they're throwing out these statements without actually providing any context you need help boo so I'm going to let you I'm going to let you sit in that but it's not I'm not going to be affiliated with it you know what I'm you saying? know meeting people where they are 
Exactly. And that comes down to understanding exactly, meeting people where they are and understanding how they think and listening to them and how they feel. It's like, all right, cool, I'm off this. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, it's okay to just sit back and listen. You don't have to have an opinion about mm-hmm. everything. And when all the people that do have to have an opinion about everything, that's when something's really unhealed within you because you feel like you have to, you know, you have to speak louder than the rest of the ones in the room. But we all know somebody like that. Yep. <laughs> even, even like casual things, little things where it's like, oh, boo, that's where you're going? Yeah, That's your thought but, process? Mm, Ooh, okay. Okay. Well, I see where you are. Boom. I'm going to well, grab I'm, my purse and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. With, <coughs> excuse me. With Tony Braxton. And it was like... As soon as someone tells me to get out, and she's like, oop, that's my cue, grabs her purse, stands up, and walks out. And I'm like, shoot, that's true. I'm like, you don't got to tell me twice. Like, if I feel unwelcome to any situation, all right, I'm going to head out. Y'all have a good one. You know, no hostility, no hard feelings. I'm good. And then you won't hear from me again. (laughs) And that has happened to me. And I'm just like, all right, I'm good. Bye. too good yeah mm-hmm. I mean it goes all over the place though you know it's just like or it goes for so many things yeah um, where it's just like if, if this isn't the place to be or if this isn't the right thing like you know what I don't need to do this right now mm-hmm. uh, and I, I enjoy having that I don't yeah. know that I always felt that and so it's really great to be in this part of the process where it's like oh I I feel these things so I'm gonna act on those feelings to like best safeguard myself or my community or my family whatever it may be mm-hmm. uh, and then to, to feel confident in that and also to feel supported in it to see that other people do the same and that you know as those decisions are made you know even the people around being like yeah mm-hmm. I support you in that decision or you know yeah. I may do the same thing as well I understand where you're coming from you know just simple mm-hmm. acknowledgements uh, sure. that you know just feed into it all yeah it goes a long way i think acknowledgement and even not even having it like i don't like i said i really don't care if people choose to acknowledge me or not and it's like i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do so. exactly because my thing is because i think some people are like oh you're overreacting oh you're starting drama but like for me personally i will literally think in that moment okay did i do everything that i could do within that did i like take accountability for anything i may have said or did or acted out of character like i have mm-hmm. those like okay before I actually exit left or before I choose to make this next decision, did you handle that realistically? Did you handle that, you know, yeah. appropriately? And if it's yes, if I checked all those boxes, all right, I'm going to head out. I'll have a quick little mental... Yeah, all right, I'm out. And that's because some people are petty. Some people do be like, you know what? No, I'm going to storm out and this is how I feel or whatever. But it's just like, no, if I'm feeling threatened, if I'm feeling as though this person has no room to to speak or have a a mature discussion about what just was said or what was done yeah. or whatever and you know I was honest even if it was an opinion they d- disagreed with it's still an opinion without me you know intentionally trying to hurt someone's feelings like alright like you know what I'm saying and that's just yeah. how I move and I feel like I, I try to just be that person naturally to where yeah I do have opinions and I will express them and I don't express them in an aggravated or angry way if I'm being calm I'm like you know it's my viewpoint on things or whatever it is and they want to get buck. It's like, all right, I'm out. You know, what I mean? <laughs> but I mean, at the end of the day, I think you need to go where you are loved, you know, and stay where you are loved, and show up, you know, show up for yourself in in those ways. Like I think throughout this whole discussion, 
we go where we, we kind of spoke spoke we're speaking about that in a roundabout way of just going where the love is and sometimes that means just mentally going into a specific state to making sure that you're you know you're doing that whether that is you know finding time for yourself and then physically being in rooms that you feel like you know the love isn't here that's fine I'm gonna go where that is you know and sometimes it means creating that space for yourself you know I think at the end of the day I always say like you know happiness is the ultimate goal of life our goal is to be happy whatever that looks like to you go towards that run towards that show up for those moments and that that that's that's most important you know and so I think in a roundabout way that's kind of what the, this this episode was about yeah. to show up for you, show up for love, and run towards the happy. You know, and whatever's not that, you don't got to deal with it. You don't got to entertain it. Come on, <laughs> yeah. I live for run towards the happy. Mm-hmm. Yes, Nike, go ahead and sign me for that one. <laughs> <laughs> right, brand Just deals. Do it. Y'all heard it here first. <laughs> Trademark on that one. Uh, <laughs> I live. Well, thank you for that. I'm like, that's low-key the episode title. I'm writing it down right now before I forget. Bars. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you hear me uh, clicking in the back. Yeah. Well, here we are almost through July. It's pretty wild to think about. <gasps> the next time we record, I'm going to be 30. Come on. <laughs> Chapter 30. Yeah. I'm so excited. I was trying to think like, you know what? It's the last week of me being 29 and I was really trying to embrace that and I was just like, no, screw my 20s. I'm ready for my 30s. <laughs> but no, I mean, I'm super grateful and thankful and I love, you know, I love, I didn't love the process of your 20s and I think for anyone, it's just like, it's so dramatic. Like, it's just, you know, and so going into chapter 30, I'm just like, feeling refreshed and healed I know it's gonna get even better when I get to 40 and 50 and 60 but I'm just like 30 I don't know I just feel I feel good about 30 I feel like I have like a blank blank slate clearer mind and you know I'm ready for this so last episode 85 you know (laughs) last year in my 20s when we get into 86 I'll I'll let you know how I feel (laughs) yes I feel old I wanna go back just kidding (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, these yeah. are like the last like six days, six mm-hmm. or seven days. Yeah, I'm your big, about it. your big turn. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. Well, yeah. I'm wishing you the best. I Loki am in my head. I. <laughs> I will say it. <laughs> I was gonna say something I don't want to. I'll tell you afterward. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> I'll tell you afterward because I, like, I, like, I don't want this to be the worst episode. <laughs> exactly. I don't want a new, a new worst. <laughs> it's like we've been doing so good. <laughs> and then oh, want want no point. <laughs> Kelly coming through with something. Uh, well, I'm wishing you the best in your final week in your 20s. Thank you. Yes, ramping up into your pre next chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be amazing. And yeah, I. Hope for continued peace for us and for all of our listeners. You know, I hope that it's uh, cultivated and discovered and bestowed upon you in ways that you don't even realize. Uh, yes, I was gonna keep going. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I love it. I love it. We want to thank everybody for tuning in today. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with my crew, simply talking our Black Native talk like we do. There's a whole lot more for us to discuss, though, so stay locked in. You can 
can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com. And feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shout-outs to our socials. And you might just hear us discuss it on air. Our IG handle is at quantumtheorypod. And you can also find us on facebook.com backslash quantumtheory. So be kind to yourself out there. Know that you're a boss and drink plenty of water. Kotskiyapihechnu. See you next time.